You cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And we're back. We're back for another one, another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, I'm going to mess up your intro. <laughs> I jumped the gun. Sorry. <laughs> Well, tell them who you are now. Jeez, <laughs> it's me. It's boy. And Chris. Sorry. Dude, what the I'm fuck, so, man? Do you think that after like three years pumped, we man. could get this like rock and roll pumped, okay? dialed in? I thought it was me all the time. Remember when I used to mess up all the time? Yeah. And I, I was pausing because I thought you wanted the pause and then no, you didn't want the pause. I yeah. already said sorry, guys. Can we move on? <laughs> Back of the bus, dude. <laughs> oh. Again? And Bible says, <laughs> How many times am I supposed to apologize? 70 times? No, it's 70 times seven, actually. <laughs> no, that's how many times you're supposed to be forgiven. That's how many times oh, you're forgiven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says, says the Bible. I'm sure God probably says different. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get too derailed here, boys. <laughs> Sorry. Man, guys, I had, I had a weekend. It was exhausting. It was draining, but it was also refreshing. It was plentiful. So, hopefully. You guys had a, a very good weekend as well. Um, Worked all weekend. Today's my first you? day off. Yeah, today's my first day off. I'm okay. always slow on Mondays. It's all right. That's all right. Well, before listen, before we get into the kind of meat and potatoes of what we're going to be talking about tonight, we have a guest on the show for you guys. A banger, as always, making his second appearance. Mr. Larry Stevenson, the bearded black cowboy. So you guys are going to enjoy this one. But, guys, what's going on with Rockfin? Where's it at? Oh, dude, Rockfin is the shit. I don't know if you don't have Rockfin, like, what are you doing with your life, first of all? Um, <clears throat> they're getting new content creators daily. Your boy, your boy just made it to Rockfin. Eddie, Eddie Bravo! <laughs> Eddie Bravo! <laughs> but they got everything. Him. It's a YouTube him. killer. Yeah, you met him, and like the picture was super weird because your pants were super tight because of the massive boner you had. <laughs> for Eddie, Eddie was would not stop talking, and I was like, "Bro, can I get a picture?" He's like, "Yeah, for sure, jump in." And then he just starts going on a rail on something, and like <laughs> some of his jujitsu students were the ones that were holding my phone, taking the picture, and I'm like looking over at him at them, to like, <laughs> "Okay, get your guy," and Eddie's like. <laughs> over here like not looking at the camera at all so it's it almost looked like i photobombed him you know it's but he had because every because everybody wants a picture with eddie come on yeah he's a fun guy man yeah he's yeah good. good character 
Yeah, Brockfin, hit up the premium content, the subscription. Uh, you get everybody's uh, premium content, not just ours. Every creator on Rockfin gives you access. Everybody. It's uh, like a cup of coffee, two cups of coffee uh, from Starbucks. Is that fair? Yeah. Fair. Fair it's, assessment? It's, um, it's about... Less than two gallons of gasoline. Less some than places. two gallons of gasoline. So if you could go <laughs> two gallons short for the month, cut back and get a premium. Yeah, just con- stay home and listen to our podcast all day. Yeah, you don't need to go to work. Get some knowledge I mean, dropped on you. That way you can uh, expand your mind. Yeah. Probably be better than being at work anyway, less stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, hit up that premium subscription. Yep. Don't share, quit your job, though. Share, like, subscribe. <laughs> We're adding. We're, I think we've hit over 8,000 now on, on Rockfin. Yep, Yes, sir. Um, so just keep following, guys. More to come, bigger and better. A lot more to come, man. Working, working hard, working diligent on the member section for the website. Um, it should be ready to rock in just a few short months. We'll be making that announcement. Uh, a lot of things in the work. I mean, there's ways that you can support the show by leaving us a review on Apple and on Spotify. Uh, mm-hmm. Five star reviews. Those are as good as cash. Mm-hmm. Um, as you, as you boys had mentioned, signing up for the Rockfin. Uh, if you want to even have the free Rockfin account and just throw us like a $5 tip for one of our videos that you like, that would be greatly appreciated as well. Yeah, you that, don't have to, you don't have to, um, sorry. Go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Fill up that whiskey no, you fund go ahead. for the guys. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Yeah, fill up that whiskey fund for uh, Boye and Brian. We got to keep yeah. their drinking habits going. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. <clears throat> Chris has now picked up a new habit. I think it's just straight heroin. He's smoking heroin now it's his new <laughs> negative, negative. Oh, what do you got you got an energy drink over there it is it's, a... it's a i got a, a c4 chris is c4 fun that, that shit will kill you way faster than any drug on the market right now for sure <laughs> i don't know I'll, i do not live on them now i just it's Girl, the, the it's lack bad, of man it's the lack yeah. of sleep from my, get my job i mean like last night i worked last night and then i had to be up early this morning for a court you know it just it never Why ends get, like straight up caffeine pills uh caffeine i don't think has any effect on me anymore yeah. other than if i don't drink caffeine then i have a monster mm-hmm. headache so i just Addicted. do it just do it to stay level Addicted. Yeah. okay well uh a lot of other ways that you can support the show those will all be linked in the episode description but to save on time since we started a little bit later tonight uh, i'll tell you guys a quick story and then we'll jump in with our guests i'll send them the invite heck yeah send it so um, I made it to the, to the ripe age of 32 before I, uh, smoked weed. And, uh, so Saturday, the wife and I and Storm Shadow go over to her buddy's house, have a little barbecue with the family. His girlfriend's there. Uh, another, uh, he just did some kebabs, okay. some kebabs and potatoes. We brought pigs in a blanket. Oh, um, nice. it was a nice little afternoon. <laughs> uh, we played, um, Play, play a board, no, we played a board game actually. It's oh, a little, okay. it's a little windy outside, so it's kind of no, hard to get any games racked. It's definitely not cornhole weather. Yeah, not cornhole weather. Um, so it was fun. And then another, another couple that we were friends with um, out here. They just had a baby like four weeks ago, so they stopped by. Everyone's hanging out, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna partake in some 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 mar- marijuana." I told my wife, I was like, "Hey, you're driving." <laughs> Good man. Daddy's okay. going to space. BRB. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way you can get to space. So full disclosure. <laughs> now, um, I never smoked weed before, so I didn't know what I was going to experience. 
I can willingly admit that I got violently too high for my first time. <laughs> um, can you get violently too high on weed? <laughs> no, usually you just like your mind is going a million miles a minute. And in, you're like, but, think but about in slow much. motion, like I was in slow motion. Yeah, like you can't, and it's not like you're too drunk. You can't just puke and rally. Yeah, like, nope. you're just like, oh, make it stop. So yeah, that was. There was a lot of emotions that took place because like, did you get paranoid like real bad? No, I was just more worried about like the little one. You know, even though like I'm fully aware that the wife. Well, how there, high was he? He was, dude. He was outside <laughs> playing football. He was doing his thing. <laughs> so it's it's hard to explain because it's it's definitely like you're floating. And I've, I kind of had the sensation of, uh, you know, when you get the spins when you're drunk, mm-hmm. but it's not, but it wasn't uncomfortable. Like yeah, I wasn't yeah, like it's not, losing it's, my sense of gravity. I yeah. I wouldn't equate it to the spins. I would, I would equate it to like, like you moving, like you're physically moving and then you feel yourself move. You know what I yes. mean? Like it's like a very yes. like delayed. It's delayed, but it's all in real time. Cause yeah. at any given moment. If I were to really focus in on something, it would snap back. Yeah. For like a couple seconds and then it would do it again. Oh yeah. Like if you were like say you're an artist, right? And you're sculpting or something, you would be super focused on that. Yeah. And nothing else would matter. Or when you right. listen to music, you're like, I've never heard this fucking bass line before ever. And right. I've heard this song a million times. <laughs> yeah. Um it was definitely interesting for sure, to say to say the least. I get why people do it. Uh, absolutely, without a doubt, fantastic stuff. Um, well, <laughs> the <than> morphine. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. I don't know. I don't. That's a that's a hard one. That that's like apples and oranges, though. You know, that's a totally different drug. But um, what was interesting is like I, because I've smoked cigarettes before, I've smoked cigars before, I've smoked pipe, so I know how to smoke. Okay, but you shouldn't do that Mm-mm. like the first time smoking marijuana. Because I ripped one like I was Willie Nelson. No, I ma- I I I made um, two recommendations and you ignored both of them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Um, so that was that. Now, now that was Saturday night. Sunday morning. This is the this is the brunt of the story here. I'm 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 not I'm no longer high, but I definitely feel kind of like loose still, kind of slow motion a bit. Um, so we trying to find a new church. So we go to this church. And um, it was really nice, really well presentation. Everyone was friendly. Someone came up to us in the parking lot. They're like, hey, are you guys new here? Yeah, we are. Oh, my gosh. Come meet us. Black, we met a black guy, James. He was nice. great. Hi, James. Hey, fill out this card. We'd love to meet you. We get in the church. Worship's great. Really good. Nicole's digging it. Awesome. Cool. This might be a winner. And I said, honey, I got to pee before the service starts. So I go outside. to go. I, I go to the bathroom, go pee, come back, and there's like a wall of shirts. On one of the shirts, it says, uh, Holy Ghost Church. And I went, oh, I know what that is. Now, we get back. I get back in, and the service is about to start. And there was like a like 15, 16-year-old kid on the keyboard, electric keyboard. Nice. Jamming, dude. He could kill it. Well, he slid over to the bench next to him, and it's an organ. Hmm. <clears throat> so are you guys familiar with like holy ghost churches so is this like handling rattlesnakes and shit type church or it's like pretty evangelical isn't it very 
This is not the church to go to the day after trying (laughs) weed for the first time. (laughs) Were they like falling out on the floor and okay? No, because I told Nicole because she was like, What's happening? (laughs) And I said, If at any point they start speaking in tongues or flopping on the floor, I was like, guns are out and we're leaving. <laughs> we're fighting our way to the exit. <laughs> you just got your gun drawn, backing slowly out yeah. of the church. We're out of here. No yeah. one try and follow us. Yeah. <laughs> Rip I up pull the my fire alarm. with my name on yeah. it. Tear that shit up. I pull don't, that. You, don't you best call me. <laughs> I pull the fire alarm and I run out. Um Straight up, dude. And the yeah. Lord said, da, and da, ga, and middle boom, 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 on the organ, you know, fiddle yeah. And when you come to the crossroads, fiddle doom, doom, here comes the Lord, da. And I'll like, but, but here's the thing like, dude, a black guy in the crowd brought a tambourine. Oh, dude, he's a, he has a church tambourine. <laughs> you know, it came in a case. I saw him put it away. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the odd thing everyone's dressed like us so it wasn't like the pastor was in like a three-piece suit yeah yeah you know what i mean no one started rolling in tongues the pastor did lay down on the, the floor <laughs> at one point he's on fire dude put him out he's on fire in the holy ghost man he, well here's the thing man like i always said i wanted to go to a black church and it was a uh, there was a good a good diversity there uh that's probably about as close as i'm gonna get ever again because that was just not no that's different that's that's different than black church because there are plenty of white churches in the south that are just like that like crazy shit like my dad my dad was telling me some stories about when he was going to church when he was a kid because it was a it was a pretty pretty well mixed but he's like there's plenty of white folks down there just talking in tongues and i can't get into the holding snakes and man I'm all about a, some good. I'm all about some good worship music and, and praising and lifting up yeah. some hands and being being closer to God and not letting a rattlesnake bite you in the face. Yeah, I'm gonna pass <laughs> on the rattlesnake on my face. This is, this is the money maker here. <laughs> well, the the thing was, dude, is like, do you know how many times the like the congregation stood up and clapped and sat back down? Oh, I feel like I, Nicole. Nicole was like more than I a Catholic. Feel like I'm in a Catholic church right yeah. now. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is like a damn workout. Yeah, and then, you got your, your fucking quads are sore right now. Three, <laughs> well, three, three pastors came out. So like the initial one came out to make some announcements. Burpees. <laughs> and then the second one came out to make more announcements. And then the actual pastor came out to make, like, give his sermon. Like, Everyone stood up and clapped like he was... Oh no! And the president of the United States. Everyone's oh, I'm like, I told Nicole, I was like, first of all, I don't stand up for pastors, not to be disrespectful, but it's like, hey, that much difference between you and me, you know what I mean? But yeah, um, they like put this guy on that type of pedestal, and I was like, oh my god. Uh, and then we were there for two hours. Oh yeah, that's black church, dude. <laughs> started at 10 we got out of there at 12 mm-hmm. that's a long service i told nicole I was like, we're gonna go to target and spend money because i don't really know what how to do right i don't know what to feel right now <laughs> i don't know what's going on so the holy ghost didn't hit you huh i know and half the time i think a lot of that's contrived bullshit too oh dude i think on. a lot of it is man even being a religious person 
Oh, dude, it's it's no different than like Bullshito, right? Like, yeah. you just tap the gold bladder twenty three, boom, he's out. Like, no, yeah, it's, it's fake, dude. Not the church to go to after trying marijuana for the first time. Mm. Well, you, you, what happened to you on your first time you tried marijuana, boy? Me? Yeah. Um, I just kind of sat in a chair. I was pretty young. I was like like fifteen, fourteen, and I just sat in a chair and laughed for a long time so i think there was a movie on and then i got hungry that was it so the only time that i felt high for marijuana i ate pot brownies Mm. and i thought my head was gonna fall off my shoulders edibles the edibles like when they do hit you they let you know. I was, uh, I didn't, <laughs> we're here it. to play. I didn't, I didn't feel it. And then I ended up like starting to drive home and I was with my twin brother. And that's when you felt it. <laughs> and Darren goes, Hey, Chris, pull over. I'm going to drive home. I'm like, Why? I'm fine. He goes, Chris, you stopped a half mile away from a red light. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> pull, pull over. I said, yep. Okay. And yep. then he drove me home the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh. Yeah. Right after high school. Went down to La Jolla Shores with my best friend at the time and his girlfriend, and I drove, and we got high, and then we waited for a while, right? And it still wasn't going away. I was like, I'm good. And I, I didn't stopped. come down for about four hours. Yeah, I stopped like about a half a block away from the stop sign, and they're like, what? I'm like, I'm waiting for it to change. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking stop sign, dude. I'm like, oh, Yeah. I definitely yeah, got the giggles yeah. a few times. Yeah, I didn't just had nothing. I didn't get the giggles. I got paranoid because oh, I was dude. Darren wasn't high and I was, and I was. Oh, uh, like, your twin tingle was off, dude. That the twin tingle went away. Twin tingle it severed the twin tingle. That's a real thing, dude. You oh, I'm sure it is. I be mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe it, dude. I got some good. Why do you about think the, the Nazis tingle? fucking <laughs> studied twins and tortured them? To we see need to what do an episode. I want to do an episode on twin torture. Uh, no, oh. we'll do it. We need to do one on clones. Clones? And then do you think that... Darren and you are clones? No, I don't think we're clones, <laughs> but I think probably the closest thing you can get to being a clone, I think. Yeah. Um, no, there's some incredible stories of twins that have been separated. Yeah. Like they were born and they were put up for adoption separately. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, their adoptive families name them the same. They marry the the uh, a wife that has the same name. They have the yeah. same amount of kids. So to... work the same kind of job. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, that'll be definitely a future topic for sure. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely a unique experience. Uh, I enjoyed it. The thing is, though, is uh, I was more, I wasn't paranoid, but I was more so. Um, I didn't feel comfortable being like that in front of the little one. Even though I wasn't doing anything weird, I wasn't being crazy or anything like yeah. that. But like I knew that I was that way. Well, it's like it's like if you're super drunk in front of like your small kids, you're like, yeah. If something happens, what am I supposed to do? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So no, uh, smoke responsibly. Yeah, absolutely. I eat to... responsibly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you respond. You know what though is though I don't know how you guys are with it, but like the day after, I was super tired. I tired mm. all day. I'm usually pretty good. Yeah. You've been in it for a while, though. <laughs> yeah, for game. Jesus Christ. I can still count the many times I did it on one hand, so only three. Well, Chris, after well, we go full-time. Let me know time, when you pump some numbers up, dude. Hey, when yeah. you when you when we go full-time and you quit your job, yeah. the studio is going to be a cloud. 
together. Together. One cloud. Oh, One cloud. I like that. I like that. We could do that. I'm down. One I'm cloud down studios. XG is going to be there. Eddie Bravo. <laughs> XG is going to be like, you guys don't smoke the way I do. Joe Rogan's going to be begging to come on our show. Like, God, Joe, <laughs> we'll make time, dude. Chill. <laughs> well, uh, before our guest jumps in here, I, I'm really curious to, to know, um, based on your guys' experience with it, uh, I guess more so Boya's experience with it, do you get to a point to where you have to smoke more to feel it? Not really, dude. I mean, those are for the people that smoke all the time, right? I would imagine. Well, and this is just maybe my preference. Like, I I don't think it's necessary. It's like when you're drinking, right? You can definitely drink too much. You're never going to OD on weed. Like, it's impossible, Mm -hmm. you know, and but there's levels to it. Like, you can buy some like weak shit and not feel anything um so you might have to smoke more of that you know what i mean but if you're getting like decent stuff there's really no reason for you to have to like go super hard right especially like it's just rec- it's it's no different than having a beer you know what i mean so like right. there's no point in like i'm gonna chill out tonight and drink 17 beers like yeah <laughs> obviously there are people that do that but they have an issue you know what i mean sure hey hey <clears throat> Stop making fun of us. Oh, please. Please. You're not even close to that. Okay. And so, but it's, you know, and and there are people who like smoke all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's, I got shit to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, dude, I mean, I I don't think that it's um like, it's different too. It depends on how you intake it. Like if you're if you're smoking like a pre-roll joint, usually those typically are, are gram. If you smoke an entire gram by yourself, you're gonna be toasted. You know what I mean? Right. Like so yeah, not don't do that, you know. But if you're smoking out of a pipe, it's a much smaller amount. And if you do that by yourself, you're usually probably pretty good. I, I guess it kind of depends on where you're trying to get, you know what I mean? Mm, right. Yeah. Like, are you trying to have a couple of drinks after work or are you trying to fucking have to call your wife to pick you up? You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Dude, the funny thing about it too is um <clears throat> so I was we were smoking out of a pipe and I hit it and uh I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. And I feel okay, feel a little tingly, right? Okay. Oh, is that it? Is that is that the thing? Is that is that all you got? <laughs> is that I because I don't know what to expect, right? I'm yeah, this is a whole new experience for me. And right at about like five minutes is like when when inner Brian came out of Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then right at that moment, apparently Nicole needed me for something. You're like, nope, can't do and, it right now. And my, <laughs> like, I'm sitting in the chair because I was like, I can't stand up. <laughs> and my buddy was like, Did you need to relay a message? He's okay. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> and Nicole was like, And I finally get up and she's like, Are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, I mean, I'm high. So and she was like, oh, Okay. She's like, That's fine. Um, <laughs> That's fine. But it's funny because my buddy looked at my wife and she's like, he's like, because I mean, we we had talked about it. She knew that I was going to do all that, you know, and so mm-hmm. it wasn't like us, like I was sneaking it, you know? Yeah. He goes, I feel like I'm a bad influence. I was like, dude, I'm 32. <laughs> you're not, you know, you're not a high school kid. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm 16 and I should be at school tomorrow. Psst, hey, kid, you want some weed? <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, Which never happened, by no. the way. 
<laughs> so that was uh, our experience, my experience. Um, but our guest just jumped in, boys. So what do we say? We uh, we we pop him in there, huh? Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. Hey, hooligans, want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Mud Water. That's right. It's a coffee alternative made with organic ingredients that is good for your health and for your performance. Listen, are you guys addicted to caffeine like I am? But does caffeine even keep you awake anymore? Or do you just drink it to avoid the headache like I do? Check it out. With one-seventh the caffeine as a cup of coffee, you get focus, energy, immunity without the jitters, crash, and the dependency. Okay, mud fuels your morning ritual in a way that will make you Spartans smile and Buddha proud. 100% USDA certified organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, kosher, vegan, Whole30 approved. What can go wrong? What can be better than this? Listen, if you're trying to get off coffee, trying to get away from the jitters, the headaches, the dependency of caffeine, give Mud Water a try. Click on the unique link that is going to be in the description of this episode to get you some Mud Water and crack that dependency today. Hey, Truth Hooligans out there, man. Listen, 2020 was a fucking wild year, and 2021 isn't starting off so good. And if 2020 has made you realize anything, maybe it's made you realize how unprepared you are. And perhaps you want to stock up on supplies that will help you be better prepared for an incoming disaster from Mother Nature or enemies, foreign or domestic. If you want to stock up on supplies, check out our good friends at My Patriot. Supply. That's right, mypatriotsupply.com. My Patriot Supply is the trusted, self-reliant supplier of all things survival and preparedness. Listen, prepping isn't crazy. Not being prepared is crazy. They offer a full lineup of storable foods, everything from short-term to long-term food storage to gluten-free options, as well as water and air purification systems. So head on over to our website and click on the affiliates page. Check out mypatriotsupply.com with a direct link to all their preparedness supplies. Be a truth hooligan. Join the millions of Americans that have taken their safety and their family's readiness to the next level by staying one step ahead of disasters at mypatriotsupply.com. So go to wbconspiracies.com, click on the affiliates page, and check out the special link for mypatriotsupply.com and be prepared for whatever the world has to throw at you. Hooligans, what is up? Big country from the Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy podcast. Check it out, guys. As we announced, not going to be running ads on our show very, very soon in the near future. So this is the purpose of this announcement. We need your guys' support now more than ever. We don't want to run these BS corporate bullshit ads anymore about McDonald's cheeseburgers and getting the jibbity jab, jabbity jib. Okay. So we're going to need your support. And one of the big pushes that we are doing right now is for you to go on over to rockfin, R O K F I N dot com slash W B conspiracies. Create that profile and pay the $9.99 a month for the premium content. Listen, if you aren't familiar with Rockfin, it is a YouTube killer. Okay. Killer. They do not censor their content creators. If our show ever gets pulled, that is where you will find us exclusively. Okay. Rockfin. And it, listen, with the premium content, it's $9.99 a month. Okay. I know there's some hooligans out there right now that are paying $25.97 a month for two 
different OnlyFans accounts. You need to knock that shit off, okay? You need to take that red pill. You need to join the hooligans on the Nebuchadnezzar. And when you pay that 10 bucks a month, you're not only supporting our show, but you're supporting every other content creator out there. Listen, the heavy hitters are on Rockfin, okay? Tinfoil Hat, Jaronism, Jason Burmis, Ricky Verandis, Beyond Classified, uh, ODD TV, Conspiracy Castle, We Don't Smoke the Same, Eric Dubay, Slow News Day, uh, Conspiracy Social Club. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Jimmy Dore, right? Zero, Charlie Robinson, Truth, Zilla, Legit Bat. I mean, Abby Martin. I mean, everybody is here. Grimerica, Union of the Unwell. I could sit there and go on for about an hour. Okay, I'm not going to do that to you guys. But this is the huge push that we're doing this year in 2022 to launch the show to the moon, which is not a physical location. Even if it was, I'm just using that for the argument. So head on over to Rockfin dot com sign up for the premium content and make sure you hit that subscribe button on our channel you get notifications for all of our videos that are free every week but exclusive premium content that we are uploading every single week including a few episodes that you will not hear anywhere else but on the rockfin premium page and our goal for this year is to hit 10 percent of our original 7,000 followers on Rockfin to get signed up. That's 700 of you guys spending 10 bucks, jumping on the Nebuchadnezzar. We're going to be doing a lot of exclusive things through the premium uh, live shows. You guys can call and have a chat with us, but this is a, a huge thing for us. And it would be so amazing if you could help us reach this goal and help everybody else who is a content creator on Rockfin because they love us. We love them and we love you guys, which is why we do what we do. So be sure as soon as this episode is over, head over to Rockfin, create that account, pay the $9.99 a month. You are not going to be disappointed. So we will see you there, Truth Hooligans, on the Nebuchadnezzar at rockfin.com slash WB Conspiracies. Hey, Truth Hooligans, this is Big Country here with another announcement for a new affiliate by Youngevity, one of our favorites. Listen, Ryan Alexander, you know him, the health guru who's been on the show multiple times put together a special whiskey pack for you guys at a wonderful wonderful price and gives you a free gift check it out in this pack you get beyond osteo fx plant derived minerals one beyond tangy tangerine and ultimate efa plus 90 capsules that's four items for basically a discounted price, and what he's doing is throwing in a free gift for your support, a free gift to you guys, any book that you want on their list. You can check out the list on the link and check out this special with the link in the episode description below. Trust me, you guys are going to love this product. I use these products every single day, every single month, and it's going to blow you away. This is a deal you have to check out. So please be sure to click the link in the description of this episode. Become a hooligan. Take advantage of the whiskey special and get a free book by your boy, Ryan Alexander. So check it out today. Well, guys, why don't we uh, introduce our guest? 
for, for everyone <laughs> listening uh, now. So, so making his second appearance on our show, we have Larry, the bearded black cowboy Stevenson, making his second appearance on the show. Um, Larry, thanks so much for, for coming on the show, taking time to hang out with us. We loved having you the first time. It's been a while since you yeah. came back around. Um, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody what it is you do? Well, you know, first of all, Chris, boy, a big country man. It's a tremendous blessing and honor to be not only on the show, but to be asked to come back. You know, there's a difference between, you know, me calling you and saying, can I come on the show? I got something to say. But you guys were kind enough uh, to ask me to come back, man. So it's a tremendous blessing always being here. Uh, with my three brothers, man. Y'all see what's over the shoulder, man. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, come still out there. Yeah. Hey, all right. <laughs> all right. He's over the shoulder and it's in the glass. So big up. Yeah, there we go. Job, um, but you know, um, first and foremost, let me just say, um, Larry Stevenson. Before any of the, you know, given names or names that people put on you, I'm, I'm just simply Larry Stevenson. What does that mean? I'm Tracy's happy husband. I'm Pedro Kalis, proud father, Donovan's role model, and my Superman, my dad had passed away two years ago. Now, I was right on your show right after yep. Daddy had passed, yes, sir. passed away, but I'm Superman's son. That's my daddy. I'm I'm Superman's son, man. Um, and yeah, then after awesome. that, some some folks know me as the bearded black cowboy. Um, what does that mean? I'm bearded. You can see that I'm definitely black. And yes, I'm a cowboy. I, bring I don't see color. But I also own and operate along with Colon and operate 3D martial arts and tactical defense out here in Whitesboro in Gainesville, uh, Texas. That's North Texas martial arts uh, school and a firearm outdoor tactical firearms uh range where you know we don't play play rough we play real so we teach you yeah. how to survive like like uh boy i'm sure you know god and government have taught me how not to die my whole time my whole entire life and that's what i do best and i want to pass that on mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. awesome so, yeah. way cool man <clears throat> way cool you know some of the videos and stuff that you post that you do training of is just so it's so cool because like my wife and I own guns. Um, we probably go shooting, I don't know, a couple times a year, maybe. And that's just because of schedules, you know, is are like, okay, are we going shooting today or are we taking the kid to the zoo today? We're probably going to pick the zoo for, for a little man. Only have so much time. But, like, it almost puts things into perspective for me, um, being somebody who is a firearms owner and then having a family and being like, yeah, do I have what it takes to defend my family? Yeah, I think I do. But I've also never been faced with any of these situations that are real that you mm-hmm. train people for every day. Uh, I mean, my my wife and I love watching shows about fucking serial killers and all this stuff and i'm like man that would be unfortunate to be in that situation huh right that would be weird um but 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 you teach these 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 amazing skills of how to avoid capture and how to escape and evade and survive and i think it's absolutely incredible and with the world we live in like if we were just at 
total peacetime. I'm like, what is this guy doing? This guy's crazy. He's a crazy person, right? Right. But it's like your training seems to be more relevant as the days march on. Larry, one of you breaking out and yeah. doing some schools out my way, you know. What I mean? <laughs> there you go. Dude, I'm telling you, we got to relocate to Texas, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> here in California, well. Maybe if we were out, you know, in the desert somewhere, but like I can't just go in my backyard and start shooting off my pistol. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, right. so, but, right. but, but, uh, you know, over actually, I, I've I've been thinking about you, no homo. I've been thinking about you <laughs> since you since the first time we had you on because that that interview, it, you know, the things you were telling us that you've done, and and it just reinforces the fact that you know, whether it's a martial art or you're doing firearms training or whatever, like people should be prepared for whatever happens um, to defend themselves. And so this, this, this past Saturday, I went to this meeting um, and it's called, it was for the rad movement. And basically it's a group of angry moms um, that got together and said, we're hunting down child pedophiles. We're hunting down missing children and things like that. And it, it's an amazing hopefully we get them on soon because it was an amazing group of people um they had some speakers there talking about their own children that had been taken and they ended up finding mm. it with with little to no help of of the the law enforcement agencies involved um mm. and you know they uh, the 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 woman that runs it uh, mm. her name is shari she ended up getting her ccw but She's in a predicament where she has a, a license, she has a firearm, and she has her CCW, but she has zero training. And she's wow. aware of that, which is great, because there are some people who think, if I buy a firearm, now I'm empowered to wield it however I want. Yeah. Oh, which, I totally thought I was a Navy SEAL when I got my AR. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. You know What's yeah, the difference? You know, yeah, What's the difference? Yeah. It's, it's, and, and, it, but it's, you know, it's no different than if, if you handed somebody a sword, they're probably going to cut themselves a few times. You know what I mean? If we're, if we're talking middle ages, you know? So, um, I, I think more and more people are starting to recognize what they lack in skills because of the real world things that are happening. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, this is, this is a woman whose daughter was taken and they ended up hunting her down and finding her and the man that took her. You know, it was obviously yeah. it was a um, a very, uh, you know, sad situation because regardless yeah. of what happens to that man, she's still have to deal with what he did for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, but yeah. this movement, you know, it, it made me think about the things that you do at your school and, and uh, the not taking classes and things like that. And um yeah how beneficial something like that would be to this group of women in particular. Um, and, and it, it, it was, it was stuck in my head. Like we need to clone you and we need <laughs> to send you out to as many places yeah. as we can. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause this is great. Like with the yeah, kids, you do it with the kids and the women and yep. it builds so much confidence too. It's yeah. so cool to yeah. see. I think it's a responsibility of, of gun owners to take it upon themselves to, to go out there and do the training, Absolutely. you know, and like you said, you got a gun, Brian, big country, you, you know, and you shoot like a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in, in my Honestly, profession, yeah. in my profession, we, we shoot monthly and that's not even enough. Mm. Like I should, we should be doing hours and hours upon training, not only 
on for my job, but also on my own on top of that, because we do have a responsibility to be good gun owners, yeah. safe gun owners, and be able to okay. feel competent. Uh, be competent in those situations where high stress gets involved or a situation that we may not be thinking is ever going to happen. You can control that adrenaline. But you can control it and be in control of yourself and still get the job done and and win the fight, right? Because that's what we're trained to do. You got to win the fight and, you know, come out, you know, so right. it's a mentality. If you had that right mentality that I'm going to win this fight, you know, yeah, you got to have the will. Yeah. Yeah. That's it too. You know, and, and losing can't be an option, you know? Yeah. It's exactly. like training for the Olympics. You know, there's nobody on the face of the planet that I know that ever went to the Olympics that all the training they put in, they didn't train for silver. They didn't train for right. bronze, right? Why? Yeah. Because you don't win silver, you lose gold. Losing yeah. can't be enough, and especially when your life mm-hmm. is on the line, right? Firearms mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just because you can go bang, hit an, hit an arbitrary X, and, you know, when I train people, I tell them, hey, the whole body's the X, mm-hmm. and, you know, I know, you know, down there in California, but I make fun of California. <laughs> we Nobody do too. That. <laughs> it's Nobody all good. An extra hole in their body, unless they're yeah. in California. That's all <laughs> you know, <laughs> but the whole body's the ex, man. Even yeah. Della Reese said it best. You know, Harlem Nights, Della Reese said, shoot him in the pinky toe. Do something. Yeah, right? right? Hit him somewhere. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But we can't just rely on the gun. Exactly. See? You can hit somebody, like in my former profession as a police officer, I did after I was stabbed, mm-hmm. right? And then I still fought this man for three minutes and 38 seconds. Yeah. So what do you do when the gun don't work? Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, that's mm-hmm. what people are missing. That, well, I'll go train, and, I, and everybody needs firearms training. Mm-hmm. Professional, sought-out training where when you go get that training, you're first question should be what qualifies you mm. ask your instructor what qualifies you because yeah. you know like paul said thank god the gospel is being preached mm-hmm. right so there are people out there training and I, I i i love them and everybody should be getting trained and stuff but just ask the question folks mm-hmm. what qualifies you you want qualified training okay yeah, it's really important there you go now after that you get trained and you know not just that time to go get your concealed carry license and stuff right. like that but continue training just mm-hmm. like when people come to the gym and you know I, I teach you all the techniques in the world and all that i'll teach you how not to die but i don't want anyone to walk into my school after having taken one class they come in the next week or next month or mm-hmm. or, or whatever and they say oh coach we haven't trained this in a while don't include me in we. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> because I teach you how to shadow everything that we do. You can mm-hmm. shadow box, you can shadow grapple, you can shadow draw, you can do all that stuff. Yep. So yep. not only should you be training it pew pew, but you should be shadowing your draw. You should be shadowing your movement. Every your yeah. trigger for all that stuff. Right? Yeah. You can yeah, there's a lot. Here. Yeah. You could do a lot without being at the at the at the range. <clears throat> yeah. I'm on I'm on a plane flying home from, from Denver just last Monday, right after seeing mom, and I'm going like this. You're pressing the clicker on the pig. Nice, mm. moving easy. Click. And then releasing. Reset. Click. And then pressing the trigger again. Click. And then releasing. Reset. Click. Nobody knew I was practicing my trigger pull, but I was. Right. Yeah. God, that's yeah. so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I'm over here. So when yeah, you get always. Back, <laughs> I'm over here playing Game Boy game. on a plane. What am I doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but when you get that training, realize if you hit somebody, God forbid mm-hmm. you ever have to pull that trigger. That's yeah. Let me just put it out there. But if you have to, in defense of your life and someone else's, mm-hmm. if you ever have to, in this, or in my case, they ingest or inject tar heroin 90 minutes before you yeah. meet and it's at its height and you right. hit them and they don't stop, what you going to do? Yep. yep. <laughs> what's the backup plan? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Exactly. What's interesting is, is what you just said there, Larry, plays into another episode that we did that we we're very privileged to have this person on our show. Rob from McDojo Life came on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry, I don't know if you're familiar with that Instagram page, McDojo Life, where they expose all these fake black belts and they do funny videos and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Okay, yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. owner of that channel came on our show and talked about it with us. Yeah, and, it was an awesome show. Um, not only, like, because I think I, I'm willing to admit, and maybe for Chris and Boya, we were just expecting on the surface fake black belts, yeah. guys that aren't trained, getting people hurt. And then another avenue that he went down was talking about pedophiles, cults that are ingrained in martial arts. So your Mm -hmm. question of what qualifies you as being an an expert is very important. And that's something that he was talking about because Mm -hmm. dude's standing up in front and he knows the uh, two-finger death poke (laughs) <laughs> why wouldn't i believe that yeah he's got someone that falls for him and all this stuff so um yeah man that's that's super heavy after kind of tying those two together right there yeah yeah, yeah there's that, that's, that's in huge. the in, i'm glad he went down that yeah way. yeah because i mean in the jujitsu community it's already kind of big to figure out your coach's lineage right who who mm-hmm. got where did they get their black belt from and who did they get their black belt from yeah and you know because yeah. there's always a coaching tree same as in and you know football baseball all of that there's a coaching tree so it does matter and but there are people who will say they are gracie black belt and they're not you know and 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 that that is scary because first of all you don't want those brazilians pissed off at you (laughs) (laughs) you know and but in second of all he's given somebody false confidence, you know, kind of like this, uh, dusty guy from, from, uh, oh, dust from, from, yeah. Dust from, from D or from, um, from Detroit teaching like these to increase your survival training by 42.89%. Man. Oh, he's... oh my God. I thought it did. <laughs> yes. But that guy, he's, he's serious about it. And, and yeah. Rob from McDojo has called him out countless times. He's been blocked. I don't know how many times. They offered him 20K to stress test Yeah, it. exactly. And he turns wow. it down, you know. But yeah. his, yeah. like, that stuff is going to get somebody killed because he yeah. shows how to defend against someone pointing a gun at the back of your head in a car. It yeah. clearly does not work. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of stuff. And again, you know, Larry Stevenson pops into my head. Like, let's have him. You know, have 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 Dusty show up to to 3D and see what happens. Yeah. With but he won't allow any credible instructor to stress wow. test his techniques, and right. and, and people just, still pay you, for him to get in there. there. Let me just let me just make it known: if he ever mm. wants to come, doors open. Yeah, yeah. Doors open. See, and, 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 and I saw that guy. 
Mm, I terrible. saw that guy, and, and that's that's the uh, difference. It, it terrifies me that people are following him. Yep, paying him money. You know, <laughs> paying him money. But you know what? He's. He, I, I believe he's bucking for a role in Hollywood. He's had Snoop mm. Dogg and stuff do stuff like. Yep. He's bucking for a payday. Makes right? sense. Yeah, um, and that's the same that his payday will come on on the back, blood, sweat, and tear of somebody that actually believes in what he is putting across. Yep. via the internet and try that stuff and then they'll yep. be at the front of the church looking up with their eyes closed and that's yep. not going to be a good deal man. that's exactly. the difference between yeah. a, a good instructor and a, a guy that's going out for the wrong reasons also mm-hmm. you may mention the doors open right you offered anyone to come yeah. into the gym you know and yeah. and it won't be like that on his end he won't do that he's in it for the money just for the fame or whatever yeah. he's getting from this and you know what good instructors will be willing to test themselves and, and open the doors and put their techniques to the test you know and practice what they preach show it show how it works show what doesn't work the real life stuff yeah you know not the the fake yeah. wannabe hey here's a gun grab or how to get a gun away from <laughs> yeah. someone how to right disarm any, a shotgun any, with an yeah, elbow any disarmament <laughs> that comes with like a yeah you just tuck the barrel <laughs> yeah. not doing it bro yeah, right. and turn no. and then oh. turn yeah exactly and and, yeah. and that's the I, like no. I said for 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 that guy, anytime the the doors open, you know mm-hmm. at at 3D you you show up and you know your stuff works. Yeah, right. I'll be the first one to say it works, but if it doesn't, yeah, exactly. You have to come out and say you learned something. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. If yeah, exactly. It's too much ego. Craft, you, yeah, if you're a student of your craft, though, you don't ever lose. You always learn. Yeah, right. right. Yep. So, hey, come on. Yep. And that's what it should be, too, is, is to be able to, to admit fault and say, hey, this doesn't work. Let's figure out something that does. Yeah. Let me keep working to, to make it better because it's for survival techniques. We're Absolutely. trying to we're trying to outcome, outwit, outsmart these bad guys that are always evolving, always doing more stuff. And, you know, to think right. that these this evil out there is ever going to stop. It's not. You know, we got to be prepared. And, you know, that's why we need more. We don't need sheep. We need more lions coming up there and wanting the training and being out there to stand out there yeah, and, and you're help. You're not going to get it the easy way. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, it's like folks that come train. You know, and they people. Some people come and and they want to train. They want to survive. Mm-hmm. They want to defend and protect. You know, they want to learn. They want to be students. And then there are some people, yes, that want to chase colors in, in terms yeah. of belts. Yep. You know. So well, you know, uh, you're looking for. Between white belt and black belt, you you're gonna tap out or take a knee or what what you know whether we're striking, yeah. whether we're grappling, whatever you're gonna tap out and take a knee about ten to fifteen thousand times before you yeah. reach that belt. Right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it's not easy, better, man. <laughs> yeah, you better get started now. And what does that do? That humbles. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just like you guys said, I mean it. It truly does. And you know, and when when I was training, and you know, I train Clarence. That that hey, that my Trainer, Clarence, that's mm-hmm. Paul Zunak. That's my, you know, my lineage. Spin yeah. Bruce Lee, right? But, yeah. um, <laughs> but to earn a black belt from Clarence, that who is stingy, stingy, stingy because he wants you to be able to protect yourself and defend mm-hmm. yourself like that, mm-hmm. bro. Ouch, ouch. Everything yeah. was humbling, everything hurts, and then yep. the addiction set in where you, you can't do <laughs> enough. You can't yeah. Enough, man. Yeah, it definitely is. So, yeah, and, there's. And, there's a there's a, a certain you know rush you get even if you're getting your ass beat just you know because there's always a bigger fish but yeah 
after you kind of start going through your mind like damn that was good you know what i mean because yeah. it's always yeah, you're playing yeah. something back in your head like oh i see i should have done this here why did i move my yeah. foot there whatever you know <laughs> and then that's what that's, that's it, what brings man. everybody back you know but um the 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 thing I, I really want to touch on is the thing you do with the kids because i think yeah. martial arts is extremely important but not only that the stuff you do with like the not taking classes and things like that that is is something that is going to pay off big for all the kids that that do your program uh one way or the other whether it's you know it gets them out of a nasty situation or if it just gives them the confidence that they never thought they would have had right right well you know confidence is is key the ability Mm -hmm. to have faith and the belief that you can survive any incident that you put in um and that you're always setting up you know, your attacker and or your abductor. So right. not taking the anti-kidnapping counter-abduction, man, it's near and dear to my heart. So, you know, we train, I train kids, I train women, I train adults, men, mm-hmm. groups, families, uh, everybody. Let me just put this little plug in if I can. The next sure. I'm taking of course. Is, is happening. I believe it's the end of June. I have to check the calendar, but the next open, not taken, not private, not for, you know, these private groups, but open, mm-hmm. not taken, will be out here uh, in Whitesboro, Texas uh, at the end of June. And we've, I've added to the basic not taken, the, the water escape as well. Okay. Um, so we'll be out at, out at the lake and, you know, folks will be tied up, tied duct taped to the, the wooden chair that's commonly used across the globe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, You'll be kicked in the chest and fall in the water backwards. Uh, of course, we'll have swimmers and stuff like that. But yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> good, good luck. <laughs> now yeah. floating. But you'll be uh, expected to escape. Now, why did I add that to the basic? Uh, not taking it because when I was demonstrating a water escape and I put it out there on social media when I was just doing it in my pool, I got a beautiful email or not email but a facebook dm from a lady in washington who said i'm so glad you're doing the water escaping and stuff and you're not taking because it was me years ago that was thrown all over a bridge in a wooden pier and left her dead by the people that abducted her i studied her case guys I said, okay, I knew <laughs> when she said that, I, I go, this can't be the same lady. It was the same lady. I said, small no world. Case, man. Yeah. And <laughs> the reason why, now she didn't know how to escape. She didn't escape when I trained to escape with the mm-hmm. hands, feet, ankles, and stuff like that from zip side up, taking all rope and all that. She was blessed enough that when they threw her over the wooden chair, hit some rocks and broke. oh oh wow <laughs> you talk about god yeah guardian angel <laughs> yeah hit some rocks and broke but she was conscious enough to hold her breath as to cause no bubbles on that water oh Stepped wow under the water just a little bit and they drove off and she come out navy oh, seal yeah. shit man navy seal <laughs> shit right there. that's, that's, like a, bubbles. that's just a natural instinct yeah. that kicked in her survival yeah. mode you know because yeah. they say everybody has fight or flight and right. fight definitely Dude, she, she's will ferrell yeah. from uh step brothers i use ninja focus to slow my heart rate when they threw me over the bridge that's what it was dude that's but, something... um, so that's why i add the 
the the watershed now to uh, the basic package. But you know, okay. uh, you're taught whether child or adult, um, younger season. You're taught how to escape from zip ties. This is after all the hands-on self-defense prior to that. So right. I okay. that part as well. The real, real nasty, real, real violent stuff yeah. that you should be able to escape um, before. At point A, there's a point A and there's right. a point B. Point A is point of abduction. Mm-hmm. So at that point where you'll be quickly two-rolled duct tape or quickly zip-tied and thrown right. in. And usually you're going to be zip-tied or whatever in front and not in back. Because just, you know, just right. if you pass me and I'm, I'm duct tape or zip-tied like this and I'm sitting in the front seat or back seat, that looks suspicious. So yeah. it's not Hollywood. It's real life. So it's usually going to happen in front. So duct tape, zip tie, rope, handcuffs, chains, room escapes, all that stuff you will learn. You'll learn how to walk through a wall with nothing but a bobby pin, man. I mean, wow. it's I know you, I know you keep them in your beard. Everywhere. Walking through airports with them too. Nobody yeah. it. But it's such a confidence building. But you have to understand they're good. There's some good jump out boys, man, that are looking for mm-hmm. 742,000 people that go missing in the U.S. per yeah. year. Yes, people are coming, but you got to be your own hero in life. Okay. Because yeah. while you're waiting on them coming, real bad stuff is happening to you. Yep. Okay. So we got to prevent that at all costs. Like you said with that lady, yes, thank God they found their daughter. But just mm-hmm. thinking that gap of time, what ungodly stuff they did to yep. that child. And that's what we got uh, got to prevent, man. And yeah. so not taking part one, not taking part two um, is counter-abduction, man. Again, the real nasty, violent stuff, hands-on mm-hmm. stuff before point A abduction, zip tie, duct tape, handcuff chain, all that stuff. And then at point B, you know, that minute and 40 seconds, that 100 seconds that you're left alone, you know, yeah. teach you to escape within that time period. But it's bad juju. You got to understand if you're rolled in, walked in, or what, escorted in, you got it. You got to understand what's under your feet too, right? right? Whether it's sand, whether it's grass, gravel, rock, carpet, God forbid, wow. it's plastic. Yeah. If it's plastic, wow. then you're not leaving. Not, there's no. They're going to kill. Damn. Okay? And so you it's. Go and seeing you, you hit you hit them with the with the hard truth, you know, because this isn't. You can't fluff it up. If you're teaching someone how to survive, you know, I'm I'm happy that you tell them the plastic means you will die because that's part, that's part of the mindset. You know what I mean? You, you have to be willing to do whatever you can, but sometimes there's just no options. And, and, and at least you'll be at peace with, I did everything I could to fight my hardest. You know what I mean? Um, Like I, my, my, my daughter, she's five years old. We just started her in jujitsu. My son's been doing jujitsu for about a year now, but both of them are the sweetest kids and my daughter, she had kind of her actual first jujitsu match, right? And she did mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. It was sport jujitsu, so it was just you know she's five, she doesn't know any submissions, but she did amazing, man. She she the leg, dude. The leg. She was sprawling. <laughs> she she was sprawling. Oh, at her yeah, and then she went to to kind of throw the little girl over her hip. And the little girl kind of countered and my daughter swung back around and switched her hips over and got to mount and my jaw dropped because it was like her fourth class. But she's been coming with me to watch her brother and she comes with me on the weekends to watch me grapple. Yeah. And I never thought she was really paying that much attention, but apparently she was. 
but both it. of them i'm i'm trying so hard to 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 have them understand that it's okay for them to be mean and aggressive in yeah. those situations because they're yeah. both so tentative and yeah. i and that that's the yeah. one thing that i'm trying to press with them is i know you guys have some frustrations you're always yelling at your brothers and sisters you know you're mad you got to do chores take it yeah. out on the mat whatever you have to do to 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 get that anxiousness out do it there i, I tell my yeah. i i i'm raising three young men right now well two of them are Giants. giant men i got two <laughs> yeah. men that are bigger than me now my yeah. two hi, hi uncle brian yeah. <laughs> bigger than me hey, my, they walked into my house they walked into my house and i almost called the police <laughs> My 14 year old son is six foot three and over 200 pounds. He's 14 years old. He's a big kid. And part when he was growing up, he's a sweetheart. He is just the nicest guy. But I've always told my boys, I said, you need to be a savage. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to be able to turn that switch on and be a savage. But what makes a man, a man is knowing when and how to control that beast that's in your heart. Jordan and Peterson no, stuff, man. It is. That is yeah. Jordan Peterson's the man, by the way. But yeah. I tell him all the time, I said, when my son steps on the football field, I know that he is out there to murder the other team. But he's always the first one to offer a hand up to pick someone up off the ground when he's pancaked yeah. him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I tell him all the time, I said, I'm so proud of the way you're, you're handling yourself because you go out there, you handle your business. And then at the end of the play, you're picking someone up. And I tell you, yeah. tell them all the time. I said, that's what you have to do in life. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. when something bad's about to happen, you got to be able to flip that switch and be able to go to a 10 and handle your business to make sure that everybody comes out. Okay. Defending yourself, your brothers, yeah. your younger sister. Cause if you're with your sister and someone tried to do something to her, I would expect you guys to unleash the fury. on <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. The essence of not taking it is because again, this is different from regular everyday come yep. come and let's roll, right? Yeah. Come yep. and let's fall. This is different. This is now somebody has take literally attempted to or has taken you from yeah. your family from everything and plan to hurt, harm, destroy, or kill you. They're yeah. gonna hurt, harm, and destroy your spirit and all that stuff anyway. We got to mm-hmm. prevent the death too, but we got to give people, and I do give people permission yeah. to be violent, right? Yeah. So you, you you know, an intricate part of not taking along with some of the, the self defense stuff we do is the art of kinemutai. Okay, mm-hmm. the art of kinemutai, and a lot of people don't know from Southern Mendo now, the art of kinemutai is the art of uninterrupted biting and eye gouging. Okay? Oh yeah. So and, and so we implement that in training, not take it. So we take Kinamutai, we take Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and we take Letway as mm. our three main stuff when we go hands-on. Right? Okay. Well, so what is Letway? Letway is Muay Thai on steroids. Why? Because it includes the headbutts. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. So, uh, I, I watched some live fights, and that's not a joke. That is yeah, real yeah, shit, yeah. yeah Most yeah. underrated so, move in the world. Yeah. There you go. So you know, from teaching the the basics in 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 basic class, from teaching eight basic headbutts, from from standing and the eight basic from the ground, and then the six mm-hmm. basic from the clinch. There's different. Nobody expects to be headbutted. But when you go back to Kinemutai, Kinemutai, a lot of people don't know this. Listen, there's 144 different places on the body to bite somebody and get 
the reaction that you want. There's eight yeah. different ways to bite people, right? So we train on meat, on on on. We train how to bite and get chunks, yeah. and where to bite, right? Where to yeah. how to eye gouge? Literally, should a corneal abrasion, scratching the cornea with the thumb, is different from an eye poke. I can yeah. poke in the eye all day, but the moment I get my nail in your eye and get that corneal abrasion, the eye has That's more it. nerves in the body. On, on, the eye has more nerves in, in the human body than any other place. Wow. Right? In the human yeah. body. Mm-hmm. Any other place. So that's why you see big burly guys in the UFC and everywhere else, you know, expect to get hit, go out there to get hit, destroy, punch, kill, maim, all that stuff. And rah, mm-hmm. Some on roids, some natural, right? And, yep. go, rah, and we're doing everything, you know, man, let way, maybe we're headbutting, stuff like that. And the moment somebody goes, boop. Yep. <laughs> in the eye, oh, oh, fight. oh, no. Like, what happened? Yeah. Time out, time out, time out, time out. So that's that's a that's a huge part of not taking is giving people permission mm-hmm. to be violent. And I'm not talking about this violence. Is, y'all got excuse. I think that's the guinea. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I'm with that boy. I'm <laughs> but um, people, when you give people permission to be violent, it's yeah. not this gentleman's code that we have where I'm going to punch exactly. you. You're going to punch me. We're not going to hit each other in the nuts. We're not going to eye gouge. We're not going to yep. bite. We're not going to headbutt. You know, we're not going to do anything like that. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. Permission to be violent means I'm going to do whatever it takes to yep. go home. Whatever. Yep. It might not look pretty. It might not make, you know, good sense on the news. People might not understand it. But you know what? I'm watching the news about my incident at home. Exactly. I'm not, dead. I'm not in the grave. I'm not taken. I am watching this thing unfold, and I'm sitting back having some some whiskey and beer with whiskey and beer conspiracy. That's guys. right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, actually, I had a conversation. Um, I think I was at a tournament. We were watching a tournament, and um, somebody we were going back and forth with some of the other students. Oh, you think you could beat that guy? You think you could beat that guy? I said it doesn't matter if someone's a black belt or whatever, because in a real fight sure in a jujitsu fight they're gonna beat they're gonna beat me good you know what i mean but in a real fight i'm i'm biting ears off you know what i mean and they're like dang i didn't like no you guys don't understand this is this is a real fight like like you just said you know there's no that's not that gentleman's agreement and and so i'm 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 happy that you train those type of of techniques because people got to understand the fighting that we see on tv when it comes to, you know, the bully in the schoolyard or, I mean, even in Taken, right? The movie Taken, you know, when those girls get taken, they're kind of slapping in the face and stuff like that. No, you, whatever, you can dig something hard into something soft, it's going to save your life. You know what I mean? So that's that's the the important stuff right there. Yeah, and that's what people don't get. People always say, you know, or think this is what's going to happen because if I played jujitsu, I think when I go out, my fight is going to be with another jiu-jitsu guy. Exactly. Exactly. If I play boxing, I think at the bar, when I go by myself, that I'm going to meet up with that one other loser at the bar (laughs) by myself, and we're going to box. Yeah. Right? 
or kickbox or whatever. No, no, no. That's why we train everything. The guy that's blessed with the train, you know, under the guise of Jeet Kune Do, JKD, take the best from the best and implement it, right? So mm-hmm. that's why we train stand up, clinch, the ground, firearms, knives, sticks, all that stuff. Because if I'm just a jiu-jitsu guy or a boxing guy and I never train sticks, I don't understand the energy of a stick. Exactly. Guy breaks a pool stick and now he wants to fight and there's one on the ground and I don't know what to do, this, you know? Yeah. Or if I'm at the bar by me, now when's the last time you went to a bar by yourself? Come on, let's be real. It's been right? a minute. Yeah. Long <laughs> time. So you as a loser and this other loser at the end of the bar is going to look at each other like two goalies. Yeah. On the ice and say, oh, we're going to go duke it out. No. Yeah. If I had, man, I had one, I can remember Tony Wallace, one one on one fight growing up in the hood. Everything else was a mass attack. It was two on one, three oh, on yeah. one. Yep. Whatever. Somebody's always trying to jump somebody. So the stuff that is trained anymore in gyms and schools is a one-on-one fight. Nobody's yep. trained in mass attack. Yep. Well, what happens when you got somebody in the closed guard and, and plunge block one, you're guarding exactly. the, the arm and the neck and stuff like that, and you got them in the closed guard and their buddy's coming in, and he, now he's trying to stump your head. Yep. Well, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to open the guard at least. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and then you know, I'm just this jujitsu modern day jujitsu practitioner, not to be confused with original, beautiful, great original combat jujitsu. Yep, (laughs) yes. So, I'm this modern day practitioner who I'm in this bar and I haven't trained stand up, I haven't trained clean, nothing Mm -hmm. like that. And I immediately take this guy down to the ground. Well, hold on, buddy, the best position known. In jujitsu is on your feet and yeah. on the ground, yeah. right? And why yeah. would you want to go to to the ground in a crowd in the first place? You got to understand yeah. the ground and know the ground, but you need to be on your feet. Exactly. And, if you, and the best defense of, of all, man, is use the, the Under Armour defense. I don't say Nike anymore, like <laughs> use yep. the Under Armour defense, man, and just run away and live to fight another day. You know, yeah, yeah. There's something to be said about that, that everybody's ego gets into the, to it and they forget that we all have that option. You can get yourself out of that situation, you know, before it gets to that point where hands are being thrown on people. There's, there's no shame in saying, you know what? I don't need any trouble. I don't want the trouble. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk away Mm -hmm. because something bad is going to happen either to you or to me or to both of us or or somebody watching or correct. Right. But that, that, that's just it. I don't have that's confidence right there. See, I don't have nothing to prove to nobody. That's right. Nobody. So therefore, if you all you you know calling me the the N word, like I say, ain't nobody ever called me the N word. They actually called me N I G G A, right? So yeah. <laughs> and somebody can walk up and say, "Oh, you this that the other." I yeah. do what you know, whatever. Yeah. I, you know, you know, when I find that dude you're looking for, I let him. He ain't got nothing to prove. Exactly. Right? There's a certain <laughs> point where you can't approach me. Now, I'll tell yeah. you, there's a certain point where you can't approach me. Okay. But all I talk is I don't have anything to prove. Man, I'm okay. I'll leave. You know what I mean? I'll leave. Okay. Yeah. But you, now, now you can't follow me. Okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where I'm not going to let you get in that red zone. We got green mm-hmm. and we got red. Right. right. I'm not going to let you get to that red. And if you do, I'm either going to decrease the distance to decrease the damage mm-hmm. or we're going to increase the distance to increase the damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You, can't come past exactly. a certain point. you know, something I see all the time too, even just in the sport of jujitsu and 
like with super fights and things like that. And I've always said this too, with watching some of these fights, if you look at certain schools of thought, for example, 10th planet. Okay. Mm -hmm. A 10th planet guy is fighting somebody from another school. And I always see these other schools that dive right into their guard because Mm -hmm. I think their ego is they're not going to beat me with their rubber guard. And then my thought process is one that's dumb (laughs) because they train a whole system around that. Yeah. yeah, and it's these yeah. like what you're talking about. It's these egos, like, and we're just yeah. talking. This is just sport jujitsu, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've, I've never understood why people haven't understood the fact that you have to respect these other schools, these other ways of training, and say, listen, this guy lives on his back. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like fight after fight they're like dive right in there and they're like rubber guard i'm like well this fight's over so i guess we'll just wait <laughs> to the next one yeah but um you know it, it's it's very interesting that you point that out because i think uh could, could it here's a conspiracy right could that be just <laughs> the um the weakness of men the, the carnal weakness of men to to not be bested by another warrior to you know uh i don't know how to expand on that but i'm maybe i'm out i'm crazy maybe i don't know no i don't know no no i think especially in sports jujitsu because you do have these factions right you've got Mm -hmm. the guys from 10th planet you got gracie baja you got you know hibero jujitsu and you have all of these schools these organizations that were built after great jujitsu practitioners and so they trust in what their leader has taught them, right? They they practice it religiously, and I, and I mean that in a in a in a religious type of way because that's the way martial artists, you know, take in whatever system they're training. It's a religion for them, and yeah. when they when they feel like they have kind of, I don't want to say perfected because I don't think anybody ever thinks they've perfected a martial arts. You know what I mean? So I, but when they feel like they've got this move down and they're confident enough, they've submitted, I don't know how many people they've won, however many tournaments with, you know, rubber guard. And I think you're right. I think people go, I I'm going to be the one, you know what I mean? And because for, for someone to show up and say, yeah, uh, you know, I'm a, an Alliance black belt and, I showed up and beat a Eddie Bravo 10th planet back black belt got out of his rubber guard. Like you want to be that guy, you know what I mean? And so yeah, your ego yeah. does get in the way and <laughs> it's, it's a bad idea, but they should treat it like any other fight. You know, if you're, if you're going in, like we're talking about sports jujitsu, if you're going into an MMA fight or a karate fight or whatever, usually you watch films, you're familiar with who you're fighting. Right. And then you plan accordingly. And there's not a whole lot of yeah. jujitsu fighters that do that. You know what I mean? Right. But right. That's, that's, wow. you got you to gotta prepare for everything. Well, that's something that Rob was talking about from McDojo Life, talking about, you know, karate. Karate gets poo-pooed on a lot. But yeah, someone says, you know, I've trained karate. Okay, so what kind of karate? Yeah. Because karate is that 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 uh, poster one from like the eighties and nineties with Karate Kid and the crane yeah. kick and all that yeah. Cobra Kai till I die. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? And you had you had a lot um, of fakes open up schools and yeah. But but you're, you're talking about okay. So 
So now yeah. we're talking about real karate practitioners. You looking at like Michael Venom Page? Yeah, I would never want to ever be in a fight with that human being. <laughs> yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah, like that's terrifying. And he has a black belt in karate, yeah. so it, it, I think it goes to show that um, that that martial arts and fighting is, I think, the one equalizer. Mm-hmm. Um, in the world but it's also man's greatest downfall because whatever school of thought that you subscribe to you believe i think man i think this goes for politics i think this goes for religion i think this goes for classism that whichever ideology you subscribe to you assume that it is the superior one yeah so nothing can can trample that and Mm -hmm. i think larry with, with what you do with mixing everything into a crock pot and serving it for for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I think is is remarkable because it's a it's a humbling reminder, I think, to everyone out there that takes your courses yeah. to examine it in the way that it's not. You know, they always say in jujitsu, there's not it's not the way, it's a way. Yeah, to do this yeah. right. And I right. think a lot yeah. of people, with, even with belt like upper class belts, as you go through. I can't be tapped by a white belt. I can't be tapped by a blue belt. I can't, yeah. you know. Uh, but when it, they do, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make them rethink their yeah. whole career. Yeah. Yeah, then, exactly. then it's something uh, yeah. totally different. But, um, well, you know, with martial arts and us, you know, training, what we need to train in order to survive in a self-defense posture. I mean, it's something that's, even when in my kids' class, you know, kids young as four and five. Mm-hmm. And since we're talking to this, let's just talk uh, the ground and stuff, right? So when you're passing guard, and we all know what passing guard is, yeah, whatever guard it is, when you're passing guard, you know, and attempting to get to mount or attempting to get to side control and chest to chest and stuff like that, mm-hmm. when you're passing guard, right, I'm watching these kids do it. I'm watching these adults do it. And I'm asking the question, why you being right-handed, why did you choose to pass guard and bring your right leg and hip up first and attempt to get to mount and then mm-hmm. bring your, your your left leg through last? Why did you do that? Well, that's what felt comfortable. And that was, was natural because nine out of 10 people are right-handed, right? Yeah. So, yeah. of course... You know, when you're passing, you know, guard and just take the basic pass, you know, either elbow down or, or hand down, you step over and you come through by groin area and stuff like that, leave your foot yeah. being hooked there and all that. So you guys know what I'm talking about. Yep, um, yep. But I asked, why did you do it that way? Well, it's comfortable and felt good. Okay. Kid at four years old, kid at five years old, teenager under 18, under 21. Let me hip you to something. You're right-handed. Mm-hmm. One of these days, you're going to be a concealed carrier, right? And one of these days, you're going to be carrying your weapon on, either on your strong side hip or appendix right mm-hmm. side on your hip, right? Yes. Okay. But if you bring that right hip through first, you're, mm-hmm. for weapon retention purposes, you're exposing your weapon first to the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's take you, let's, let's allow you now at this young age to be comfortable being uncomfortable and bring your left through first. Whereby mm-hmm. you secure bad guy before your right hip comes true. Let's yeah. have weapon retention at age four and age five. Why there you not? go. That's what yeah. we should be doing. Wow. Absolutely. Deeper, yeah. deeper than just self-defense. Deeper exactly. than just 
mixed martial arts. It's survival. I look at everything. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, definitely. That's pretty clear. You know what I mean? It's because your your program, I think Big Country said it perfect. It's a crockpot of everything. And I think that's what people need when 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 especially when they're learning survival, right? Because if you want to get in shape, let's go take a karate class, sport jujitsu class, whatever, you know what I mean? Obviously you gain a valuable skill. Um and 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 it'll pay off in the long run. But when you have a broad enough view of the fight game right everything because obviously there's a ground portion there's a standing portion all that stuff when you put all of that together you can't you can't go wrong because like you said earlier if you're the boxer well now you got single leg what do you do oh well this is what larry showed me you know what i mean so now now they're comfortable okay so what now i'm on my back okay so what now i'm taped to a chair you know what i mean like they're they're already ready for all of that you know and that's that's that's, that's perfect four years old yeah. them you know like you said they, they might not be realizing it and when you start to explain to them how about we do your left first or hey how about we back step instead of stepping through all yeah. of those things are adding up in their head and it just becomes muscle memory you know yeah and, right. that, and that's it. And and again, I did just that young for weapon retention yeah. and all that good stuff and all the other things um, that that uh, we train. But you know, what opened my eyes, man? You know, I was I made my nut kickboxing. Mm-hmm. So kickboxing was 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 where it's at. And that's where I made my nut, man. And um, I was at a party in CU Boulder, and this dude thought I was looking at his girl. And I wasn't. My frat brother was. Mm-hmm. Right, and invited me outside. Um, now here I am. <laughs> invited me outside. Yeah, invited yes, me outside. Have, I have an yeah. invitation to you to be caught into a, a fist of cuffs outside. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And this this dude, I come outside, and all I see is him. And next thing I know, I see his friend punching me in the face. Damn. Um, I thought it was a kickboxing fight because I was a kickboxer. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know it was a mass attack. And I got the worst beating I ever got in my life that night. Damn. And from that, four days later, after I healed up in my grandmother's basement, I went and told Clarence, hey, um, that Paul Vunak guy, that little violent guy, can we call him? Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I knew it all. Yeah. Right? Yep. And was taught a very hard, humbling lesson. And mm-hmm. that's never going to happen again. Yeah. And boy, oh boy. Now we're, now we're saying, okay, now we're getting out of this square circle of just the traditional stuff. Yeah. Now the permission to be violent was blessed and put upon me. And we've never looked back from there. Oh, wow. Goodness. Yeah. Um, see, that's, yeah, that's perfect. From, that's... from that, from that. See, it wasn't the win. It yeah. wasn't the win win. It was the beating. Yeah. That opened up the door. Ooh, and I'm so I'm so thankful to those guys, man. If I yeah, um, I, I, I give them a little drink and a little cheese. I'm so thankful <laughs> that, they, that they whooped my ass because they opened my mind. Yeah, that day you learned you knew what you didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh yeah. when I when I used to train new technicians, that's what I would tell them all the time because you always get ego involved no matter what. Right. And so I would tell him, Hey, before you fuck something up and break something expensive, 
I want you to sit down and think about what you don't know. I want you to know what you don't know so we can get from here to there. So that day you figured out, I don't know everything. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, That's right. And That's right. like you said, man, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. So I'm, I'm telling you. And, you know, when I fought for my life and fought Mr. Uh, Hernandez, man, after those six stab wounds and stuff like that and fighting this guy for three minutes, 38 seconds, man, I owe a lot to those three guys that beat me up that night. Yeah. Because if not for that, my research all happened. People don't realize how difficult it is to fight with someone for four minutes, three minutes. I forgot the amount of time that you said. 338. 338. 338. The garage camera that caught some of the incident. 338. That's a long time to be alone, stabbed, hurt, bleeding. People don't realize how long that time is. You see that first? Before you go on, you see that scar? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm left-handed. Mm. He cut the closing nerve here. So three minutes and 38 seconds. This was the first stab one. When he cut that, my my hand locked open, my flashlight dropped, and my arm dropped. I didn't yeah. have use of my right arm. I didn't have use of that. Yeah, I fought him with no right arm for that long. Yeah, for one arm <laughs> for that long. Animal. There, and I'm I'm thankful for the training that. I get because we talk about this, this mindset of shooting offhand, doing things with our weak hand, because when it goes down and the fight happens and the unexpected happens and I get around in my right arm and I have no use of my right arm, I'm going to be confident that I can get my gun in my, my weak hand and be able to put shots on range, pick it up from the ground, do whatever I got to do, single hand reloads. You know, those are the type of things that you have to train when the, the shit hits the fan because when it happens, you know, you're still winning. You're still trying to fight. You're still doing what you got to do without that other hand, you know, and God yeah. bless the training that I get because otherwise, you know, when you get in that situation, you're going to be like, oh, now what? Do I just give up? No, that's not a fucking option. We don't just give up. You give up, you die. I'm going to yeah. be on the side of the freeway somewhere, side of a street, you know, just bleeding out by myself when – backup is 15 to 20 minutes away because we're short level staffing and I got nobody coming to me. Even though I said, I need help, send everybody, send the farm. I know they're going to come, but you know what? Right now for that five minutes, I'm by myself. I was going to a court case today on a fight, the longest fight I've ever had by myself. And it was for six minutes. I was trying to tackle and get this little dude into custody and he was a wiry little bastard. And I, you know, thank God that I'm as big as I am. And was able to subdue him and fight him and get him cuffs. Nobody got there. I was by myself, side of the freeway, fighting someone, you know. And, you know, I took him down, got on top of him, got into a dumb position, got calm, breathing, you know, putting out radio traffic. I need help. I'm fighting somebody right now. I need units. Get to me. And then still have my work with all to get him up, you know, use the jujitsu. The little bit that I got was just enough because he didn't have any. So I was able to, you know, get him in cuffs. And I wasn't hurt. He wasn't hurt. Never threw a punch. Never did anything. You know, people filming I, me and tell me you're choking him. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not. Nope. I'm get. I'm arresting him. I'm See, doing my job. That's the toughest uh, part. Because, you should have yelled "World Star," dude. That would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the that's second, the toughest part because you can't strike or choke or you know what I mean. Well, you can. We can do all that, right? As personal but, weapons, but personal weapons have to happen. Right? But like I think Larry touched on this earlier. When you film it, it 
it never looks good. You're going to, you're going to look bad. Yeah. And there's people in my, my line of work that have lost their job because it looks really bad, but it was all within yeah. policy because, but they're going to Monday morning quarterback, but I will always, always be judged by 12 than rather than carried by six. And I've said that for a long time in my family. I said, I may end up in a courtroom somewhere where I've got to defend what I did, but I'm always coming home. I'm, I'm going to yeah. do what I can to get home, you know, and that's the reality of being in law enforcement and doing things like Larry does garden, big name celebrities that you're going to be in a situation where you're going to have to be out yeah. there. You know, it just, it's, it's crazy, crazy times. Scary times. Yeah. The boondock saints well, prayer, man. Boondock <laughs> saints prayer. I'll send you to whichever <laughs> God you pray to sweetheart. You know, and going back to the, from the kids to the adults, to law enforcement, to military and training them, you know, something as simple as weapon retention and passing guard and all that good stuff. You know, let them know if your right hand to come through with your left, if your left hand yeah. to come through with your right. But at the end of the day, you do what works for you in order to survive. None of this is yeah. set in stone. You got to do what absolutely works for you in order to survive. And he's going to choose how he loses anyway. So exactly. it's going to be 50% your job to do your job and 50% him to give you what you need to survive. Yep. And, you know, like you said, if you breathe, that's what a lot of people don't understand. Breathing is a whole other training in and of itself. Hmm. Breathing and calming the mind and being able to endure the fight. Yeah. Right? Endure yep. the fight just through breath control, man. People yep. don't, mm-hmm. people don't get it, man. So yeah, um, Re- Reiki breathing is no joke. By the way, I've yeah. I've done that for a while, and holy cow, <laughs> uh, it's almost its own high. It, it really is. It's an incredible thing. <laughs> That's um, it, man. So love it, love it. Larry, let's let's change gears real quick before we get towards mm-hmm. the end of the show here. I really want to pick your brain about this. Um, yeah. Because, you know, a lot has happened uh, throughout the world, the United States, since the last time we had you on the show. Um, Yeah. I think uh, prior to the election, uh, I mean, I don't know too many people that weren't geared up for go time, whatever that may have looked like. There's a lot of talk about it. Um, Joe Biden has been in office for like 47 years now, it seems like. Um, <laughs> yeah. The amount of damage he's done. Yeah. I, 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 I really want to get a perspective from, from your view of, of where you see the world, where you see the United States. Cause you know, we're a conspiracy show. We talk about some, 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 some wild things sometimes. And, and one of the things that we've said since day one, something weird is taking place. I don't know what it is exactly. I can't put my you know thumb on it. Joe Biden, I, I this is my opinion, right? I don't think Joe Biden is the president. I don't mean that metaphorically, like, yeah, he's an idiot, so obviously Kamala's in charge. No, I don't think <laughs> I don't think either of them are in charge. Yeah, Joe Biden for sure is not at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania. It's the Easter Bunny, he's dude. <laughs> he's the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, all of them wrapped into one. Um, yeah, the Easter Bunny. That was funny. So so. so so Biden's not at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I know for a fact he's not. He didn't take Air Force One to his inauguration. They did it at a separate time. He's sworn in from the book of uh, uh, um, 
Look like Fantastic Beasts and where to find yeah, them. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. He swore on that book. Um, you know, all these weird executive orders are coming out. The stock market's crashing. They're doing this, 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 whatever's going on in Russia, Ukraine. If you don't have a Ukraine flag, you're a terrorist. But if you fly an American flag, you're a terrorist. I don't, you know. So, so from, from Larry's perspective, you know, where do you see the world? Where do you see the United States? Um, are you always prepared? Do you, are you preparing for something? Do you, do you, you know, and answer the question if, if you, you know, give discernment to whatever you answer with. Uh, first of all, the preparation. Um, have a plan to kill everybody, but be nice to everybody you meet. Right? Ah. Always, always, always prepared. I don't have to yeah. get prepared. We're always prepared. I don't have to run out and say, oh, bullets are astronomical. I got bullets. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so always, always, always be prepared right for mm. war be prepared to go to war against you might have to go to war against your own freaking neighbor yep right be prepared have a plan to kill everybody you need but be nice to everyone you need as well what's going on here in the united states of america and abroad uh for me you know you, you guys are wonderful in, in terms of putting out there the truth of conspiracy because we are living in what was thought to be a conspiracy just a couple of years ago. Yep. Right. So what you all put out is truth. You truth hooligans, right? You put out the truth. It's just not sputtering out something, right? You yeah. guys are putting out the truth. And the truth is, it's about to go down. If I can yeah. quote the song, right? It's about to go yeah. down. And it has to. Guys, it, we can't, it's, it's biblical. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's going to go down. We just yeah. don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to exactly. go down. Yeah. Okay? So we're trying to stop this, you know, yeah, we can try to stop all that stuff, but get your factions, mm-hmm. get your groups, plan, prepare for the absolute worst. Yep. And understand that there will be some people in your group that will talk a good game, that will hide under the bed and piss on themselves. Yep. So even when you have the group, you can only depend on you and your huddle, mm-hmm. right? But guys, I believe it's going to go to, I don't, you know, Joe Biden, the pre- president, when, when I ain't even seen the real Joe Biden. Exactly. Thank you. you. See, this dude's whole <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Right? Don't even look the it's same. Old, yep. It, it, not the same. And there's things that could change, but when from blue to black, right? Yeah. When does your whole skeletal structure yeah. change? There's some yeah. things that don't change about the human body, and this is not the same Joe Biden, and it's not Joe Biden who was the senator and all that stuff. This yep. is someone else, literally a yep. totally different person. Okay, who's yep. president right now? Dominion voting machine. machine. Yep, that's who the president <laughs> is. That's who's going to be president in 2024. Yep. Thank you. If they're Larry. still there, then we're going to have the same result that yep. we had. It doesn't matter how many rallies Trump has. If mm-hmm. we still have the minion voting system, it's going to be the same result with another Kamala, Joe Biden yep. lookalike, or it'll probably be Obama back in office or, right. or whatever. But it ain't going to be somebody <laughs> that, yeah, it's not going to be somebody that is a conservative, is a flag waving, 
you know, Republican, conservative, whatever you want to call it. It's not going to be yeah. somebody from our side because nope. Dominion voting system is not programmed for our side. Exactly. A hundred percent. Beautifully. And and thank you so much for saying that. We've been saying that for the longest time. And we had to make this clarification on, on I don't know how past shows that we've done when everyone's like, dude, don't wait, bro. 2024 is right around the I'm like, stop. Can't, can't wait. <laughs> can't wait that long. My 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 wife is like the least uh, conspiracy theorist type person. She doesn't she doesn't even know why we do what we do, but she supports she does support us even if she doesn't say it. She does love what we do, and mm-hmm. she she is the first one to come out and say, "Well, what's going to change? They're, the same voting is going to happen again if they can get Joe Biden just the the mo- to be it. the most popular president of all time." To get that many votes, what's going to prevent that from happening again? And I was like, yeah. I love you. I really do. You're <laughs> there you go. Yep. There you go. And, and I got to say this, too. This was, a, again, this was my opinion. And this is something I said in a live show that we were talking about months, month, it feels like months ago, probably only a month ago now, talking about Ukraine and Russia. Listen, everybody that was running out there for Ukraine and Russia and all this stuff, and Zelensky's the guy we need. It's a ghost to Kiev. <laughs> Remember the ghost to Kiev? <laughs> and so many of us said, listen. <laughs> First of all, that was a video game. Second yeah. of all, mm-hmm. <laughs> all this weird stuff taking mm-hmm. place right now, right? Okay, so I, I I was furious one night, and we were live, and boy, I think we talked about this. I said, listen, I got a kid now. He's one years old, okay? I am not going to Ukraine to fight a banker's <laughs> war, yeah. to hide yeah. embezzling, or to hide child trafficking. Sorry, not going to do it. I'm going to watch him grow up. Yep. However, I took the same stance that UFC fighter took. I can't remember his name right now. Like oh, dude, yeah. from Arkansas, old boy yeah. from Arkansas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, I will dig my, if that comes here, I will dig my boots in and I will fight yeah. for this right. land, for my family, for whoever. But right. I'm not going there. And you would not believe, Larry, oh, you're racist. You're a white supremacist. I'm like, you're cheering on the Azov. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, Azov Battalion is 100%. Nazis, real life Nazis, real life Nazis, you know, and Ukraine too, like you hit on Ukraine was, is, was, is one of the biggest top three in child human and sex trafficking Mm -hmm. countries, Ukraine. And, and then now, now, now let's, let's look at the war of Russia and Ukraine. First of all, if Pookie and Ray Ray go out down the street or go to my hood (laughs) in Park Hill in Denver, and drop a body, right? And the news come by, you're going to see that freaking body on the street, right? Yeah. Now we got exactly. wars. Russia dropping bombs on people. Yeah. I ain't seen their damn body on the street till exactly. about two days ago. Where are all yep. the dead folks at? Exactly. Right? Boom. You know, oh, it's a little bit of rubble, but no, you know, exactly. Hey. This, this is what we've been saying is this is all... It's an act, man. It's, it's an act. You have Sean Penn... You got Sean Penn showing up with a full camera crew in the middle of a war zone. A war. Come on. And you know the backdrop of, <laughs> of, of Kiev and, and, you know, yeah. first of all, you know, the Vladimir, the fighters and all that, much respect. Yeah. But look, in Kiev, the same damn backdrop. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if I'm Vladimir Putin and that's the capital and all that, and that backdrop, I'm blowing the hell out of it. I'm going to Exa- blow it up. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Ain't and here's Zel- Zelensky hasn't been in the Ukraine 
since <laughs> you know the, his last tweet about Putin. Boy, and, we, and we today we did. Since the last time Biden been in the damn world. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the real Biden, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. But they said today that some some U.S. Uh, military members had gone over there. They went on a train Naked. ride talking Naked to the Zelensky. Yeah, and then. They said as soon as the, the the train trip was over, Russia bombed the, the railroad. And I'm thinking Come to myself, you mean to tell me that the American <laughs> intelligence community had no idea that Russia was going to target them, <laughs> but you guys decided to go on a train ride, take pictures, yeah. post it on social yeah. media. Like, that's so fake. It didn't happen. Isn't that incredible? Isn't and that but they're incredible? trying... Because they need public support for the United States to go to war with Russia. That's all it's about. That's something we talked about, boy, in one of the last episodes where um, with, you know, people raising support for Ukraine and stuff like that. And then there's like videos you see on, on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that of like someone doing like a panorama of rebel. Yeah. And they're like posing. They're like, what? Yeah. Why would this yeah. happen? <laughs> like the like the before and after. Like this is yeah. where this is where I used to do my wine tasting, and now it's a <laughs> pile of smoking ash and rock. And it's like well, nobody's and, and, nobody's returning to war zones to take pictures of their child at home. <laughs> yeah, and and here's here's where they they really fucked up is months ago when all this kicked off. Right, they forgot to turn off the live feeds from Kiev downtown, mm-hmm. and we shared them on a live video. I'm like. Looks fine oh, to me. Wow. People with cars <laughs> yeah. driving around, people yeah. shopping, people people shopping food. What are we in a war, dude? Oh, and, <laughs> yeah. and the thing is, is um I, I feel like it's starting to wind down. They'll they'll throw some, you know, some stories out there to see if it gains any more traction, but they're mm-hmm. winding it down because it didn't work. And we're seeing all these other distractions take place. And it, it's hard because um you know, the, the NYC shooting thing takes place. And, uh, it, I mean, man, under Obama, there's a whole lot of, uh, um, mass shootings that were taking place that were, Mm -hmm. I'll say questionable, right. I'm not saying they were false or not real. I'm just saying that very least they're questionable. Now we're seeing it again, again, the day after, uh, uh, Biden 3.0 comes out and says, uh, (laughs) Oh, uh, we got to ban ghost guns. Which, by the way, yeah. which, yeah. by the way, just so everyone knows, it's federally legal to create <laughs> an untraceable gun right mm. now, as long yeah. as you don't sell it. You just yeah. can't sell it yeah. to somebody. Yeah, right? perfectly legal. Yeah. We got to ban that. Yeah. Why? And then the next day, <laughs> a dude, a dude goes to the to the subway, sets off some smoke bombs, does some shooting. Here's one thing that just baffles me. Usually when I plan a mass shooting, big country, <laughs> I always make sure I bring my MasterCard just in case I'm walking by a vending. A monster sounds good right about now. I could grab a monster. Yeah. Homie yeah. drops his, his credit card. That's how they found the guy. Now, listen, that's, you know, that's, mm. that's a whole nother show. It's a whole nother topic. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying mm. uh, about the, the state of the world right now, something is going to happen. It's, it's, it's prophesized. It's, it's inevitable. Yep. It's inevitable. Yeah. What's going to yeah. take place. So, Will people be ready? Because something we've discussed on the show that was a little disheartening was the fact that so many people were waking up to what COVID was. Mm -hmm. And those same people, even on the right, man, I went hard on on people on pages on the right. So did Boya. So did Chris Mm -hmm. about pages on the right talking about 
get ready for war, Zelensky, this is who we need, Putin, this and that. And I was like, listen, man, unless you got kids that are of fighting age, you better get your fucking ass down to the recruiting office to go over there. <laughs> yeah, come on. Because yep. you got a, a million people that follow your page and they're looking at you right now and you're saying, yeah, get ready. This is... Yeah, Putin's we gotta save. Guy. Yeah, we gotta save Ukraine. I'm yeah. listen. I'm I'm not. I'm I'm not about that because they didn't. They didn't say the same shit about Syria or Yemen. Right. They were dropping bombs right. on schools and orphanages. Canada, you know Australia, mean? New Zealand, silent. Don't worry silent. about that. Yeah. How yeah. about you send those yeah. hundreds of millions, billions of dollars to fucking fix some of the issues that we got here in the states? Well, that that's right that's exactly. It it took them eight months to figure out if they were going to send us $600 or not. They shipped off. I think we're at like $25 billion now to Ukraine, something like that. It's crazy. In a, in a, in a heartbeat. Send me my goddamn yeah, tax return back. You know, yeah, my tax return. <laughs> I, I, I got to say after we had that, I didn't get mine. Any, I, I got mine. So, Oh Jesus. I'm sorry guys. <laughs> I'm not going to say that he got it before the white guys, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this, hey, but everybody wants to, like you said, yeah, everybody wants to knuckle up and holler. Oh, we should do this for Ukraine and stuff. You know, forget that, man. Listen, this land is your land, this land is yep. my land, right? From yep. California to the New York Island, man. This land was made for you and me. I'm fighting right here. If yep. it come here, then let, let's knuckle up, boots on the ground, blood on my exactly. boots, same blood, same mud. Let's roll, right? Yep. But outside of here. Right with all that other the political wars that are going on, the mm -hmm. propaganda wars, the money wars, and all that stuff, the pull the curtain over the people in America's eye war, they could keep all that. Yep. Right? But you come here, all right, let's roll. Yeah. No exactly. problem. Yeah, and and these people, right, that uh still want to fight to put a damn Choke hold over their mouth and their nose with the yeah. masks and stuff like that. And these damn people that want to go put this this snake venom in their yep. arm and with this shot and all this damn crazy yeah, stuff. Getting wild, then then ones we gonna have to we gonna have to fight our own neighbors yep. that are those people, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You those... in Walmart backing down because you ain't got no money. No exactly. Yep, these are, yep, yep. These are the same people that are going to call the health authority on your ass for not wearing a mask. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and you, you yeah. know, this is this is a conversation that, and this was at the height of everything. We we thought, you know, especially us on the show, we thought any day is popping off. Like I'm making sure mm -hmm. my water reserves are good, checking on my my yeah, dry yeah. food situation. Oh, you know like, what I mean? Fill up the tub now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but go. but you know, we had to have my wife and I had to have this conversation about if shit does hit the fan, what's going to happen. And I said, listen, obviously my, my first instinct is to protect my house, protect my family, everything with inside of it. But if it came to the point where they said, Hey, it's, you know, civil war 2.0 time, we need strong, able body men to go and fight. And I told her, I said, unfortunately, I would have to, and it's not because I want to leave my family. It's because I need to preserve what was for my children because yeah. I'll be damned if I decide to take the back seat and everything end up in a way we don't want it to. Now I'm forced to allow my children after I pass to grow up in that world. I got to at least try, you know what I mean? 
I owe it to I owe it to them, all three of them, to just at least try, you know. And I would hope that if something were to happen to me, they knew that their dad did what he could to preserve the America that we all remembered. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm totally, totally with you, 100% on that. Because if you come to America, man, and every able-bodied man that that can and is willing, that I'm there. You ain't even got to ask twice. There we go. Yeah, right? so again, there's some of us that will still bleed red to ensure that that flag remains red, white, blue. I Absolutely. would be one of them. Let's go. And yep. I, you know what? The worry for the family, right? I wouldn't even work. My family know how to fight. Mm-hmm. I teach them. Yeah. And so, it, it, here, here, here's the deal. Me and my, 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 my children go to the movies now, mm-hmm. and it used to be me saying, okay, how many exits do you see? If shooter mm-hmm. comes in here, right? Daddy's gun is on his left side. If shooter comes in here, daddy goes down. This is what you do, blah, 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 blah. We take, right. you know, 30 seconds to a minute to establish what's going to go down if it goes down in the movie right. theater, in the restaurant or whatever. Well, now when we go to the movies, I don't even have to have the conversation. We sit down, mm-hmm. right? And my children are, are saying, well, daddy, the exit's here. This is over there. If this happens, boom, boom, boom. We meet back at the car, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's beautiful. And I'm like, okay, did you, as you're walking in, as we're walking up the aisle and, and going to our seats, did you take time to knock on the wall? Did you knock up the wall? Yes, yes, yes. What is that wall made of? Is it made of carpet material, drywall? Can we go through the wall if we need to? Can't get to the door. Right, Can we right. go through the wall? And so we have those simple conversations real quick to ensure survival. And mm-hmm. so you best believe if we have it outside the home, it's already right. happened inside the home. Exactly. So you know what? Yep. Daddy's going to go through a door with these brothers that I, I know, I love, or I just met, but they're signed up and they're willing to go through a door and have my back and have yours. Daddy be back. We'll be back. Yeah. We're going to go win this fight for a match. Yeah. There like we go. This. Damn. So it's Melissa, yeah. baby. Shit. I'm fired up. <laughs> I know. Where's my stuff at? <laughs> Honey, keep the keep the keep dinner ready. Keep dinner warm for me. I'll be right back. Put hey, it in the we'll microwave. Right back. <laughs> 1776 all over again. Let's go. One guy with a muscle. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> well, um Larry, this has been amazing. Chris Boy, do you have any other final points question you want to ask Larry before we give him a chance to shout everything out? I quit my job, I moved to Texas. Man. <laughs> uh you know. Uh, we've always said if if we if I get a chance to head out to Texas, you know I'm gonna be there at at the gym. I want to get kicked into a pool. I want to know what it's about. You know, um, I I think everything Larry does with the school, from the adults to the children, is is amazing. Uh, it's it's something that I think more people need. It'll humble people. it'll it'll have them create a plan of attack it'll have them firing off their critical thinking and all that stuff right the things that we need um and man i larry was my favorite interview up until now and now his second interview (laughs) is new now you know what i mean you got so much interesting stuff to say and i i just i just love talking to you this is my favorite stuff yeah i do i love it Get training. It's it's no joke. I mean, and yeah. like Larry says, have a plan to kill everybody, but that doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. You be kind to everybody. Be kind to the golden rule. Treat everybody else how you want to be treated until that point where, you know, they're not treating you right. And then you got to handle the business. And and that's something to live by is, is just have a plan and you have a backup plan. 
and be prepared. Amen. You know, Larry's preaching it. Be ready. You know, the time's coming. You know, protect yours, protect your brother, protect your sister, protect your neighbor. Be ready to to handle your business at all times. And you know, just God bless him and the work that he's doing. It's just great work. So Absolutely. thank you, Larry. Thank you, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Larry, we'll, we will say bye to you after we end the broadcast here, but where can people find you if they want to sign up for your school? Maybe they want to reach out to you. If you have a question, where can they find you? Yeah. Well, in terms of on the internet, man, you can go to www.3dmatd.com. Let me say that again. 3 D is in David, M is in Mary, A is in Apple, C is in Tom, D is in David, uh, com on the internet. On social media, you can find us at 3D Martial Arts and Tactical Defense or 3D MATD. You can find me at The Bearded Black Cowboy on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram. And, uh, oh, I'm finally on True Social, man. They finally unlocked that thing. I'm oh, there you go. Boom. True Social. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Hell that, yeah. And then. The physical address, if you're in North Texas or around or want to come in for an event, um, private, group, whatever, uh, the physical address is 12911 U.S. Highway 82. That's 12911 U.S. Highway 82, Whitesboro, Texas. Some of you out there might say, oh, Texas is too far or wife girls too far I got folks that drive 45 minutes an hour three hours got a guy named james god bless him you know i'll send him this episode or whatever and let him know i mentioned him but he uh he's a contractor and he flies 13 hours from iraq oh, wow. and take his lessons that's so, awesome yeah that's <laughs> yeah. awesome that's how, right there yes that's how important and Last time he flew in, I drove up to the range, saw a guy sleeping in a truck bed at the range, and it was him. He beat me. Wow. <laughs> Damn, Larry slipping, man. Slipping. <laughs> yeah, man. So, That's awesome. Um, so it's not too far. Nothing's too far to ensure that you do something that's right. going to help you and your family save, defend, fight, and survive. Mm-hmm. And so it's a again, guys. It's a tremendous blessing to be a part of the Truth Hooligans, man, and be invited back uh, on the show. Of course, of Chris, course. Uh, boy, a big country, man. If it goes down, if it ever went down, I would go through a door with you, brothers, Hell any time. day of the week, any Hell day. Yeah. Of the Hell week. yeah! I'll probably go last because I have the less training out of <laughs> here. I'll go last, but. <laughs> dig it i'm down for it, <laughs> it would, you know it, it would be my honor and, and again if, if that was the last time we laid eyes on this here earth man same blood same mud man absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Amazing, amazing episode. Larry, we'll say bye to you after we end the broadcast here. That's it for this episode of Whiskey Beer and Conspiracy Podcast. I have been Big Country. I'm Boy. And I'm Chris. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. My balls are hot. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. USA in this house. Donald Trump Putin and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.